Hi everybody, this is Commotion Communication, and this is the third episode of Hopefully Many to Come. Here we just talk about literally anything and everything of our life, and we will take you behind the scenes of our crazy life. My name is Kate. My name is Neha. And today we will just be talking about toxic people in general. And, and that, in like, our everyday lives. Like, every- so first off, the basic definition of a toxic person is anyone who has a weird behavior and adds negativity and upset to your life. And this is from Webster's Dictionary. So Neha, what would you say is a toxic person? I feel like this re- comes back for me, at least like freshman year, because I don't think I was toxic, but I had a lot of drama. No, drama involved. And what was the drama? It wasn't even my drama. It was just other people's drama. I was like, oh, this happened and this happened. But like now thinking back to it, that was like full on useless. And yeah, because I was never in drama. I just knew all about everyone else's drama because somehow I knew about it. Right? Yeah, but like, I honestly want to know like how you were involved. You weren't involved, but like, how did you find out about all of this drama that you keep spilling onto me, which is really fun. But, I don't know. People yeah. just keep telling me. There, some people would be like, Neha, what's the tea today? And I would have tea to tell them. Yeah, you all you used to always have tea. Like, it's crazy. If you don't know what we mean by tea, we aren't talking about the actual drinking tea, but we're talking about just drama in general. which Like is, gossip drama. Yeah, gossip. Yeah that spreads around really easily. So when we say tea is spilled, it means that, like, secrets have been revealed, basically, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And your involvement with the tea... <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you think that affected you? Oh, yeah. I feel like personally, like, mentally affected me. But, like, with friends and that stuff, it didn't b- affect me. But I feel like when I really thought about it inside, at least after lockdown started... I was really questioning, like, why was I thinking about, like, other people's drama when it wasn't even involving me? Like, just telling, like, your close friends and, like, talking about stuff is fine. But, like, going around and, like, knowing about everyone else's tea, just, like, I don't know. I feel like it mentally hurts you, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense, Dish. I mean, I'm usually not involved with tea, so I wouldn't really know. But Neha always tells me all of her tea, so... I mean, it's not my tea. It's just, like, other tea that I heard. Yeah, tea that you found out from other people, and then you just passed it on to me. But I don't spread it around, because I don't have enough friends for that. (laughs) So, yeah, I usually just talk to Neha about it. Like, like, if you just, like, let's say I just talk to Kate about other stuff that's happening around, like, that's fine. Or, like, someone else's tea with Kate, that's fine. But then, like, telling more and more people about it, that just, like mentally hurts you yeah it puts fuel to the fire right yeah mm-hmm. like i still to this day tell kate a lot of tea but it's mainly more about me tea at least now i think mm-hmm. and neha please give us an example of what tea spreads around no no it doesn't have to be recent it can be like super old if you remember anything just like an example do you have like any? from like from when I was, like, actually, like, involved, you mean? Yeah, sure. Okay. Anything. Um, I think there was one thing about, like, how a girl snitched to the teacher that this other girl was cheating on her test. So we were, um, so then I was like, yo, like, this girl, like, dude, she just went around and told everything. And it was already... You told everything as in? Told everything to the teacher. Mm-hmm. And it was already a big thing. Like, everyone knew about this girl who snitched. And, like, 
I didn't, no one knew that I said anything, but, like, I just kept saying about it. Wait, no, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I don't think you said it. I didn't said it, yeah. I don't know, do you have one? Do I have one? So, this girl in our math class in freshman year, she would uh, usually, like, cheat on her tests. But then when she saw other people cheating, she would go tell on them. Mm -hmm. So, basically, she would snitch other people out. And then eventually, uh, in our math class, uh, I finished my math test and then I turned my paper in. So I didn't have the test anymore. Mm -hmm. And then my eraser and pencil were still on the desk. And then I saw her like trying to look at my paper, but I don't have it anymore because I already turned it in. Right. And then she like, I think she just lied about it and said like, hey, can I borrow your eraser? Mm -hmm. But yeah, I was really scared that she was going to tell on me for like no reason or something. I mean, I don't think that's really considered toxic. Uh, it's just, like, more suspicious. But when it comes to toxic people, Neha, do you have anyone in your life who are very toxic or just toxic in general? I feel like I left most of the toxic people out, at least compared to, like, freshman year. I don't think I have anyone that I'm friends with, I guess, to say, that are toxic. But I know people who are toxic. That used to be in my life, like, way more. And then we kind of, like, s- distanced, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. And would you say your distancing from those toxic people affected your mental health? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, in a good way or a bad way? You can explain about it. I feel like it helped a lot because I feel like during lockdown, if I was, like, more involved with them, it would have made me more toxic as a person Mm -hmm. but because I distanced from them I gotta like do more for myself and learn more about myself oh and what did you learn that I'm very depressed no no no. um I don't know I just I don't know how to explain it like I just focused more on myself and thought more about how to fix myself than about others yes self-reflection huh yeah Oh, yeah, a lot of self-reflection, like, compared to freshman year. I just, like, thought about how I was as a person. And honestly, I I know it's bad for me to say this, but lockdown did help me a lot to, like, realize, like, oh, this is what I should do and this is what I should not do coming forward. So it did help a lot. I just wish I had a little more time, but it's okay. Oh, yeah, no, because I realized this very late during lockdown and by then like summer already came and then school started so I wish I just had more time to reflect more Mm -hmm. and during that time of self-reflection like how did how did you do it like just put it simply how did you do it honestly no there was nothing about like how I did it I just kept thinking about it and yeah would you say it was like overthinking as well or it's a good thing right so it's not it's both I feel like I overthought a lot of it but then a little too much maybe because when I overthought that resulted into insecurities oh if that yeah yeah what about you Kita what about me toxic people I try not to get involved with because you always hear things about other people right Mm -hmm. so uh let's say like there's this boy or this girl or whatever and then you would hear some rumors about them and then it would be like spread around and then you would obviously like have you would obviously have a what is it called stereotypical a stereotypical thought on how that person will be based on the rumors that you hear but then Mm -hmm. in reality like sometimes they can be really different but then at the same time them being different might just mean that they're more fake 
Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know, because I don't really talk to that many people. Yeah. Because I, you know, I don't like to. I think me too, though. Like from freshman year, I talk to way more people in freshman year than this year. <laughs> yeah, but no, I don't really see toxic people, or I don't usually don't in- get involved with them. Mm-hmm. Whenever Neha's like, "Oh yeah, this person's like such a piece of poo," or like someone like that, I'm just like. <gasps> Really? <laughs> like, like, I don't believe it because... Because half of the time, you don't know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, Neha knows a lot more people than I do. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then when it comes to toxic people, Neha seems to, like, talk to a lot of people as well. So they also believe that other people are toxic. And then it just all comes down to a chain of thoughts. And then I'm just always really confused and, like, stuck in the middle. Or it's, like, the people I would talk to are nice at first, but then they would end up, like, bullying me about something. So then it just, like, affects me more. Like, let's say I'm talking to some guy in, I don't know, English class or something or math class. (laughs) They would, like, be nice at first, and then they would bring something up, like, my skin color and talk about how ugly I am. And then I would, like, be so upset about it because, I don't know, no one wants to hear about how ugly they are to this person, so... Mm-hmm. It hurts, but yeah. Neha, just to get this straight, okay, you're literally not ugly. Like, I don't know what the other people are thinking, because um, compared to other people, I don't mean to be rude. Neha, you're so pretty. Like, literally, like, it does not make sense. Now that we're done with toxic people at our school, right? Mm-hmm. What would you say is a toxic teacher? I know a lot more about, like, controversial teachers more than toxic. Do you know anyone in mind? Yeah, I think of your math teacher. Oh, but, like, I mean, she's not toxic, I guess. Does she affect you mentally? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I talked to her about my 504 plan and how um, I'm having trouble finishing all her homework on time because she gives every gives a lot of homework every single day and then I was telling her about I got it because of how depressed it and about how much anxiety I have and then she's like oh well if you're depressed just be happy and then walked away and I was so confused and everyone started laughing I was like wait what <laughs> and okay if you don't know what a 504 plan is it is a accommodation of like uh what is it called is it like extensions on assignments and tests if you struggle with depression and anxiety or anything else related yeah and they say online that it's a civil rights law that prohibits schools from discriminating against some students so yeah that's just to make things clear uh do you have any other teachers my advisory teacher is kind of toxic i guess because toxic is just like anyone who makes a lot of conflict in your life so Oh, yeah. yeah. He doesn't let me f- finish some work that isn't school-related. So then I just end up having more and more work to do later. Mm-hmm. Like, editing for this podcast, he doesn't let me do, which is so messed up. Because it's just editing, and I'm wearing headphones, and I'm quiet in class. So I don't know what his problem with me editing is. <laughs> yeah, we talked about this last episode, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything like this, Kate? Toxic teachers? Mm. My science teacher, uh, I have her again, so, but uh, online, she was super scary. No, she wasn't scary, but she was more demanding, as I would say. 
uh, she would like call me out for failing a test and then call other people out for doing bad. And then she would tell them like, hey, you need to improve once again, constructive criticism. But when it's a group of students who don't do that well, you might want to realize that maybe it's not the students fault as it is teachers. Right now, would you agree with that? I agree. Like, for my math teacher, everyone failed a test except two people, and she still blamed us for not studying, so I don't know what she means by that, because there has to be some fault in the teacher, too, for us all failing a test. Would you say she doesn't teach well, or would you just say that, like, her tests are hard? She teaches well, it's just her tests, mainly, because everyone gets it, but then her tests come, and then we all are confused, because... The study guide is way much easier than the test. So we don't know what to study for, too. But also freshman year, me, like, I was kind of immature. So. Immature? Like, in um, learning-wise, learning-wise. What do you mean by you were immature during freshman year, Neha? So freshman year, I didn't care. Now thinking back to it, I didn't care at all about my grades or anything. Mm-hmm. And it's like... I look like I try. I look like I'm smart. But, like, in reality, I just didn't care about my tests or studying for tests or anything like that. Mm. And what about now? Oh, I care a lot more. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> what my mom was telling me about how I do it is, like, I look like I try a lot. And I get scared if I'm behind in class or I'm failing in a class because I don't want to be behind from everyone else. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be, like, at the same level as everyone than be below or above because I'd be scared to be below or above the class. Wait, okay, well, below, yeah, I understand. Like, who would want to be below the class? But, like, why above, too? I think it dials back to insecurity because I don't want to be like, oh, she's the nerdy kid or, oh, she is showing off or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'd rather be average. Oh, wow. You would be above, right? I'd rather be above. But then the thing is, if let's say I am above, then my parents would go like, then why are you in that class? Why are you in the same level as other or why are you above other people? Uh, Shouldn't you take a harder class? That's what happened in my physics class. And they got really mad, like, hey, why are you still taking this class if it's easy? Mm-hmm. And in reality, like, no, it's it, it, it may be easy, but at the same time, the teacher is a really good teacher. And he teaches me so well in that class, and which is why I excelled. And other people, like, did not like him as a teacher. And I don't know why till this day, but he taught really well. So I did good in his class. I still don't know why people talk so much poop about him Mm -hmm. uh but yeah he was a good teacher so pay attention and try your best you know yeah because not everyone's gonna like the same way a teacher teaches Mm -hmm. too so you have to figure out what's best for you Mm -hmm. and to find out what's best for you i think that just goes on to like trying notes trying different ways of studying and then in order to do that you can just you know oh no you can't just get good grades but you have to work for your grades and stuff while we're talking about working, Kate, are you joining the badminton team? No, I don't In think February. I have time. I don't think I have time for that. Literally, like, okay, Tuesdays and Thursdays are my only free days if I am okay with everything else. And so everything's just really hard to balance it out. I'm not sure when 
tryouts are and then I don't know when practice is so I don't think I'd be able to go anywhere. So now we're going to be talking about toxic lifestyles, all right? So uh, to a toxic lifestyle is basically like anything that deals with your overall life in general that undermines your well-being and growth on any level. So that would mean that like you do something that is not helpful for you or to anyone, but you still do it anyway. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's kind of. Okay, is, is which part do you not understand? <laughs> so I can explain it to you. I think I understand it. You got it? Okay. Yeah. So would you like to go first? Um, I think just it dials back to like procrastinating and sleeping late, like super late. Um, Kate sleeps late too, and I didn't even know realize this that she sleeps so late until like two days ago. Uh she was awake till like five AM, right? I was doing my math homework. <laughs> yeah. See, I stay up late because I do like a bunch of things at once so it just ends up being late which makes sense but i don't know why kate stays up so late because she just focuses on one thing at a time right yeah i do focus on one thing at a time but then at the same time when there's just a lot of one thing mm -hmm. it just builds up and builds up and then builds up so it's just one after another after another so like math homework is like math 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 and then it's like other stuff as well so uh yeah that's probably why i stay up late no, because when I see Kate, like, you're not distracted. Like, what I would do, I would use my phone and do my homework. So that's a bad idea. And don't do that. Neha, you might want to, like, just try turning it off or something. That's never going to work. Okay, I'll focus for 15 minutes and then I'll bring my phone up. Okay. That's what always happens. And And why do you bring your phone up? It's a habit, I guess. I don't know. I'll just, like, turn it on and do something on it. And what then would you do on it? I would watch Netflix. <laughs> and each episode on Netflix is, like, 20 minutes, right? Mm -hmm. So I would say I would finish after this episode, but I wouldn't finish. Like, I would keep going. Oh, I would say just try to multitask and, like... That's what I do. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, so like, then... Like, it would play on the background and then I would do my homework. Oh, so you are still being productive, though, right? Uh-huh. I guess so. It's not right, but yeah. <laughs> All right. Talk so then when you. I think of you, I'm like, she does everything at once. So I'm like, you can't, there's no way you need to stay up so late. I mean, yeah, I, I don't think I need to stay up late, but like, I just feel like if I, okay, here's the thing. When it comes to late nights and stuff like that, Something my dad does is he stays up late watching TV. And mm -hmm. I usually ask him, like, hey, why are you still watching TV? It's late. And he's like, oh, I don't want to waste time sleeping. So he sleeps late uh, during the weekday. So he has work the next day. And then during weekends, he sleeps late as well and then wakes up early because it's the weekend and he doesn't have to do work. Mm -hmm. So he has more time for other stuff. But then at the same time, he just continues to work on weekends as well. So he doesn't have that much free time. So that's probably where I get my mess up of timing and scheduling over there. Yeah, but I mean, because they're adults, I feel like it's harder for them to sleep more too. Because mm -hmm. my dad does the same thing, but it's also because he can't sleep. Oh. Yeah, like he sleeps, but like he's not able to ever go into like a deep sleep and sleep. Yeah, that, my parents as well. Yeah, he'll wake up th to the like tiniest thing. So, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was walking into the bedroom and then my mom was sleeping mm-hmm. and then I take one step and then the floor like goes creak and then my mom like woke up and I was so scared. Mm. Hey, at least we know we can't be kidnapped. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> one thing that I do that is very toxic and I'm still working on it is putting stuff back where I found it. Oh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Neha, do you, is it just me or... Yeah, it's probably just me. I take things out of, like, its original spot, and then I move it, and then I don't put it back. And that's just horrible, because I lose stuff, I drop stuff, I break stuff, and I don't even know that it happens. I used to do that a lot more earlier, but I think because I just stay in my room, I don't really do anything. Oh, but, oh my god, if I put something on the bed, or, like, I put a lot of stuff on my bed, and it's nighttime, I don't want to get up and, like, take it out to sleep. Like, mm-hmm. it'll take me an hour like to, to move get, the stuff on to your bed? move myself to go and oh. take up the stuff. Like, I'm on my phone watching something. I'm like, do I need to take this out? And then I would just, like, keep thinking about it. But I wouldn't do it until an hour passes and then I would mm-hmm. go do it. Yeah. So that just disrupts everything. Yeah, me too. And then things when it comes to, like, just small chores, you know, throwing trash, washing the car. Uh, yeah, I push it out so far that, like, it just gets done eventually because I don't do it because someone else does it for me. And I feel really bad about that, but it's not like I can do anything about it. It's the good child. I don't do any chores. Oh. <laughs> do you throw the trash, Neha? No. Okay. <laughs> Neha, you look really tired today. Thank you. I know. <laughs> Did you sleep last night? I slept at 2 and I woke up at 11 when you called me. At 10.30? I called you at 9. Okay. Oh, yeah. I woke up at 9 then. Yeah. Right now, it is 2 o'clock at uh, 2 p.m. And the original plan was to do this at 9.30 a.m. I forgot. I No, not even 9.30. It was at 9. And I woke up at 9.17, which is already 17 minutes after 9. So, 17 after 9. And then I called Nick. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, wait, she didn't, she didn't even answer the phone. <laughs> and then so I like called her like three or four times. And then I texted her like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I overslept. And then she was like, oh, me too. <laughs> yeah. No, so when Katie called me, my phone was under my pillow because I fell asleep on my phone. So it was under my pillow and she called me and then I saw she called me, but then I still fell asleep. <laughs> and then I answered like after a couple times and I was like, fine, I'll answer. And then... Yeah, I did oversleep. <laughs> and then she was going to come at 10.30? 10.30? 10.30. In all honesty, I slept too. <laughs> like, at 10.30. So when you called me and it's like, hey, um, I'm starting now. I was like, wait a minute. And then my mom, I was telling my mom. And then my mom's like, wait, can you tell her to come later? Because my brother was coming from the airport. So then I told her. And then I slept again <laughs> for another hour. And then I woke up. And then showered. And here we are. Yeah, and Neha's eating lunch, like, as we're recording this, so I feel really bad about no. that. No, I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. Toxic masculinity involves cultural pre- cultural pressures for men to behave in a certain way, and this can affect literally any boy or man, usually when it comes to fashion, right? That's what toxic masculinity usually affects. It refers to the notion that some people's idea of manliness perpetuates domination, homophobia, and aggression. I agree. 
You agree? Well, that's the definition. (laughs) (laughs) No, because, like, when I see, like, the guys that are at school, I just, I don't know. They just, like, give off a weird... They think they're so cool. They think they're the poop. They literally (laughs) think they're the poop. And then they are boys from a 3,000 people school who think they're the poop. And they're not the poop. <laughs> they are the poop. <laughs> um, like, our football team, they're not good. Okay? They're not good. And then one of them was talking about how bad of a dancer I am. And then I was, like, telling them about how much respect I gained way more than your team ever did. And then... Okay, well, it's true. And then... Um, um, they just walk around with their football jersey and then the sleeves are like pushed up to their their shoulders yeah to their shoulders to show like the muscles of their Um, what is this their their arm just the the top part of their arm yeah like they'll basically push the sleeves to their armpit area i guess yeah i think that's like like that yeah and then to show like that they're buff or something but they're not buff yeah. So then they just make those like arm movements. Like, what is this? Oh, like this. Oh, I'm strong. You know that strong emoji? Yeah, that one. Yeah. So they would make these like movement, um, hand poses like they're like super strong, but like they're really not. And then half of them are really dumb. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Say this. Yeah. And then, okay. And then the guy next to me who's in the football team. He copies off of my work every single time in class. And I can see him copy off of me. So then one day I just started BSing my paper, writing about COVID when we were supposed to write about the 1800s. And he copied every single thing I wrote down. And I lost it because I'm pretty sure he got an F on that because he copied off of me. Mm-hmm. Did you fix it after though? Yeah, I, okay, like, good. I, wasn't, I didn't know what to write about, so I started writing about the COVID-19. So I can just, like, mess with them. Mm. Toxic masculinity is, like, usually when it's, like, uh, a boy is, like, oh, more emotional than others, right? Because that's when, like, the that's, that's toxic, right? Because you believe that men should be, like, should not cry. You know, men should not be emotional. But is I it feel like, like that? that is our class, though. Like, the people I was saying isn't... They're the ones that are, like, not emotional. Or think boys shouldn't cry. They think that boys shouldn't cry, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's the mask. There, that's the toxic part. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, there's this other football guy. He's a... He's, um... He's a senior. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about how this other guy was crying. Mm -hmm. And then he was, like, telling the entire class about it. Like, he was talking super loud. Mm -hmm. So, everyone could hear him. And then he was talking about this dude that was crying. And then uh, he tried to console the guy who was crying. And then after that, he was talking about how he was laughing inside because of um, the boy being a wimp. And I was like, that is so mean. How could you say that? Like, what if something is actually going on and, like, you just don't know about it? And I didn't want to tell him that because, he's one, he's on the football team. And, two, he is an upperclassman. Or he's older than us. So he would probably punch me if I said that. <laughs> But yeah. I feel like they would punch us. Like, they wouldn't care. They would po- punch us. Mm-hmm. And um, this other guy, this guy was walking out. It was the end of the day. And 
he runs out of the no he doesn't run he like stomps out of the classroom and his nose is bleeding out of one side and then his glasses are broken and the teacher like runs and gives him a tissue and then apparently uh i just found this out about like three days ago someone punched him because he said that the two people who punched him were being disrespectful to the teacher because the teacher was talking and they were ignoring the teacher so uh in the last period that we were in at the end of school the two guys punched this other guy and um yeah does that count as toxic masculinity because it's toxic right yeah um do you know postpartum depression so it's basically like the time after giving birth Mm -hmm. childbirth so do you believe it's real for men like so basically women have these days where they feel sad and like alone after giving childbirth do you feel like it's real for men but men don't give birth right so how what do you mean like basically postpartum depression is just no because i feel like if men men don't give birth unless i don't because nowadays everything is like oh you're gonna cancel it if you say this wrong no that's a controversial topic you can talk about it okay and also guys just remember we're teenagers we don't know where we're saying so <laughs> yeah don't count us on these yeah don't talk about me to your teacher and be like oh this girl said this so it's gonna be correct no um please no we're just talking about our opinions and how we feel mm-hmm. uh so okay so part postpart postpartum depression happens to people who give birth right mm-hmm. so my question is if men don't give birth unless you know they do um how would they be depressed because they're not the one giving birth i mean postpartum isn't exactly the people who are giving birth definition wise it's the time after childbirth so after you give childbirth you might feel like depressed it's that time oh okay for a small period of time Uh uh-huh so you don't believe it's for men i don't understand how it would affect men as much as it would affect women Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not comparing, but do you believe it's a thing for men? I mean, it could be, but I'm not sure. I'm very confused. (laughs) Wait. Okay, okay. I read more about it. Yes, it's a thing. It's a thing. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay, yeah, it is a thing because I thought it would be like postpartum depression as in like, oh, this thing was living inside of me. Now I needed to actually take care of it. Mm -mm. That's what I thought it would be, but excuse me, but no, um, yeah, it is a thing, because new people, I mean, including someone into your life and actually having to be responsible for it, of course, it's definitely difficult to be a parent, so yeah, of course, you can be depressed after um, getting a new child, and, like, a new child is probably not fun to take care of, I'm sorry, but I don't know, I can't say this because I've never given birth, it is definitely tough, to take care of a human being that, let's be honest here, needs a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. And yeah, of course, a man can definitely, um, a man can definitely have postpartum depression. And while that is being said, do you like believe that mental health for men has to be talked about way more? Yes, it is not only women who have mental health issues. It can literally be anyone. You can be like three years old and already have trauma developing 
in your household or just in general. So yeah, of course. I feel like for men and compared to women, I feel like women take care of their mental health way more than men because I feel like men, they would have it, but they would just tuck it away. Yeah, because uh, mental health for men is not talked about very often. It just gets overlooked and you would be like, oh, that man's fine. Oh, that other man's fine. Mm -hmm. And then you see that girl crying and be like, oh my gosh, she's so sad. But then you see a man crying, you say like, not you, not you, okay. Yeah. But like people in general just say like, "Oh, why is he crying? He's not manly enough, mm-hmm. right?" Is that that's really that's really common? Girls should be sensitive. Yeah, and then men should be stronger and mm-hmm. carry the family or whatever stuff like mm-hmm. that. But like men are the man of the house, and women run the house, run the household, like cleaning and mm-hmm. um yeah, cleaning, taking care of everything and stuff like that. So toxic masculinity is a huge thing that definitely has to be talked about more because it is definitely something that people overlook and do not talk about enough. Mm-hmm. What about you, Neha? Do you think postpartum depression can happen to men as well? Yeah, I feel like it can help because like, I feel like they also learn about how their mental health is developing during those days. And yeah, I mean, obviously women are probably more affected than men during postpartum depression but i feel like men would also go through it mm-hmm. and then another thing another thing when you like look you see very often when it comes to toxic masculinity is like the way they dress do you realize that you'd be like oh my gosh that man is wearing a skirt they're they're gay but like honestly just wear whatever you want to wear as long as it makes you happy right i was thinking about this and like you know how men sometimes wear like baggy jeans and oversized stuff mm-hmm. like on a daily Mm -hmm. women do the same thing Mm -hmm. but women don't get called like oh you're like you act like a guy or something or what do you wait don't men usually wear baggy clothing and not called like girly no like for men that's like their normal thing yeah but if women wear baggy clothing Mm -hmm. are they what are they a slut if they wear baggy clothing Oh, are you, you know what saying, I mean? yeah, because, like, it looks like they got it from someone else. Is that what you mean? Yeah, okay, yeah, I see what you mean. No, like, it's, like, different if a woman is wearing men clothing and if a man is wearing women clothing. I mean, it affects both of them, but, like, usually you see... Okay, here's the thing. I feel like thing. men are... Women are more accepted wearing mm-hmm. men clothing now, yes, at least. Yes, exactly. Because you see women wearing pants and then... They're like, oh, they're not called anything. But then you see a man wearing a skirt and be like, oh my gosh, you're wearing a skirt. You're okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's the way it should be, obviously. But that's I just... I think that's just the way we developed, which sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so normalized for men to only be wearing pants or shorts or whatever and whatnot. So when you see someone... Wear- so if you see a man wearing a dress or a skirt or some shorts, like really short shorts, you're like, oh my gosh, he's feminine um based on what he's wearing yeah Yeah. like right now i'm literally wearing sweatpants but you won't see me getting like bullied the crap out of it Mm because sweatpants for women is like fine yeah but then if a man is wearing a dress or a skirt like compared to me like they're gonna be so much more crapped on exactly and it's so normalized by now that like Everything is what is it called? Everything is it's sexist, right? That's sexist. Yeah. Sexist. Okay, 
Okay, so now we're gonna transition into our weekly log that we said we're gonna do every episode. So I think we should start with Kate this time. What happened during this week, Kate? What happened during this week? So many of our friends have birthday parties this week. Not this week, sorry. They told us this week, but it is planned for next week. And ow, sorry. <laughs> um, planned for next week. Yeah, and I can't go to any of them because I recently just got hired to work at a restaurant. And then tra- uh, training started on Thursday, and then it went till Saturday. So I've been really busy with that. My shifts are from 5 to 9.30, and then uh, I work weekends from uh, lunch, and then from 5 to 9.30 again. And then, um, yeah three shifts so yeah I have work and then I already have math so my my schedule is pretty messy right now I just hope you're taking care of yourself are you yeah mm-hmm. how about you Neha did anything exciting happen this week oh so I went to my friend's birthday party it was fun and she included everyone like into stuff and started talking to everyone so it was good but me and this other girl were kind of like the outliers of the entire group like we were like sitting alone at a table because they all went to another table and sat so it was kind of awkward because they were like bringing the chairs from our table to go sit in the other table and we were just sitting there like um okay so then we didn't know what to do so we just started taking photos and messing around oh yeah i got some of the photos they were really cute okay thanks kate you should have kept them in the chat neha she sent them to me once and i saw it like skimly because i was in where i was working and then i was like wait what was that picture (laughs) (laughs) no because um yeah we didn't talk to anyone because they're all like one friend group and we're the outliers because yeah i don't know so we didn't know what to do Mm -hmm. yeah no i understand i i know what it's like to be that person yeah but i mean at least i had her so it was okay and the birthday girl kept talking to us too because like she knew we were kind of like the outskirts a bit but Mm. overall it was okay like everything was great and the food was really good so oh what food was there neha her mom made a lot of the food and yeah it was good the cake was so it was kiwi kiwi cake yeah (gasps) Kiwi cake? That was good. Thing. It was That's good. That's a thing. Did she make that too? No. They, I think they got it somewhere, but Do it was you know good. where? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Some Asian place, but I don't know which one. <laughs> oh my goodness. I was so busy this week. I almost had a breakdown. It's not good, Kate. Staying up 5 a.m. Okay, That's that was one time. That was the only time that I stayed up till 5 a.m. That was like the first That's time. That's still so bad. But I got a lot of sleep. It's okay. Yeah, I got a lot of sleep that day. Because mm-hmm. I... That was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I got a lot of sleep today. Oh, okay. Wait, no, no, no. Sorry, that was Friday, and then I woke up. And, yeah, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Everything's fine, Neha. Mm-hmm. Anyways, on Thursday, we were talking about the previous episodes, how my driving test was on September 23rd, and I failed my driver's test. Uh, <laughs> mind, I passed, I passed, I passed. Um, it was actually easy. Everyone's like, it's so hard, but like, I don't know, it was easy. And me and the instructor kept talking, and it was kind of fun. So I don't know what everyone was talking about. See, Neha, I told you everything would be fine. Yeah. 
I was kind of scared, but he said that I looked calm, so I don't know what he meant, but it was okay. And he kept talking about how cool the Tesla was, so yeah. He likes your car. Yeah. This week, I had four tests, or no, not four tests. I had four quizzes and tests, and then I had a project due on Friday. So yeah, I had a math quiz. I had a science I had a math quiz I had a science test I had a history test and then I also had yeah and then we had the English project due and then we all I also had another history project due on Friday Mm -hmm. and since I had training on Friday that was the day I was up till I like five I'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. um yeah I was up doing that and then I was up doing my math homework because that was due on Friday as well And it was eventually 12 a.m., so I did that late, so I'm really worried about that. And then, yeah, that's my life so far. How how about you, Neha? Is anything else, like, bothering you, or is it just me who's, like, crying? No, I'm kidding. No, I have a science test tomorrow, and I don't understand any of it. So I'm thinking about whether I should just, like, not go to school tomorrow, because I'm really scared. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to take the test, because there's no way I'm going to pass. And I did really good on the first test, so this is going to drop my grade, like drop, drop. And I know that I'm the only kid who doesn't understand in that class, I think. So I don't know what to do. What is like the test? Like, do you know what it's about? It's about like cutting in bones and stuff, like what the lines are called when you cut in a bone. So is it like fill in the blank or? Yeah, it's fill in the blank, true and false and... Yeah, stuff like that. Oh, okay. Might want to study for that, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just, yeah. And I can't even study that much because I have so much other classes to do. And I need to learn a dance dance choreo by Tuesday for the homecoming rally. Okay, Neha got in to the... Is it iced or is it Satari? No, it's iced. Neha, I didn't try out for Satari. Okay, Neha got into the school dance team. Very exciting. So Neha has to go dance. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So we're performing for the rally and I did not learn the choreo yet. So now I need to learn that choreo by Tuesday. And then we have to film on film the entire thing on Wednesday. And beware, I have other dance classes, too. Yeah. So I have to do all this, and I'm teaching tomorrow, so I have a lot to do. Yeah, how, and Neha, how do you keep everything in check? Procrastination. Okay. (laughs) Me too. Because technically, I guess I have a lot of time, but I just waste my time. If I really think about it, I don't have too much to do anymore. I had a lot more during quarantine than I do now, I think. Oh, really? What did you do during quarantine? Dance. And I had college classes. Oh, yeah. That was during the summer, right? Mm -hmm. Mm. And wait, was the dancing online? Both. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Might want to talk about that. Wait, so how was it online? Online was bad because I didn't care. And I just never bothered learning whatever the teacher taught us because I didn't care i would just do hand movements and it would be fine because i would put the computer up over like my waist so they can't even see me so i would just like do movements with my hands wait so were you just paying for the lessons and like not doing anything that's why i regret it but i think overall dance wise i improved a lot from like freshman year so i guess it's okay oh okay 
And something I want to add on for dance is that Neha goes to San Francisco like almost every week to dance, right? Yeah. Yeah, you please talk about that. I have no idea what she does in like San Francisco. I just know she goes there like every week. Um I just take classes cuz okay, I don't want to sound egotistical, but my dance studio, if they ever listen to this, I'm going to cry. But my dance studio um they're not very good and oh wait this sounds so like overconfident so egotistical but like my teachers never have corrections for me and i don't think that's a good thing like so, they never correct me basically you're better than it. oh wait so yeah oh wait then even my parents are like that's not a good thing if i'm not ever getting any corrections and i always go to them like hey is there anything i can improve on they're like no you're good I'm like what 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 about other people they always correct others only me and they like me so it's not like they hate me not to improve like not to correct me i don't have a bad relationship with them so it's not right that they're not correcting me i guess okay you might want to like i don't mean to be weird like weird or like mean or anything but you should try getting something wrong and see if they correct you on it I guess, but I don't get anything wrong. Because I always ask questions and I always try figuring stuff out. Mm -hmm. So I don't really have a problem. And like dancing wise too, I got a lot more confident with myself. Because earlier, if I got called to do something in the middle, I would literally have a panic attack and cry about it. But now, I don't know. Something happened that like now motivated me. I feel like it's the scholarship. Yeah, the scholarship. Because ever since I got a scholarship, I feel like so much more powerful and like motivated to do stuff. Because it's just those little boosts that just push you even more and more. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah. Positivity, yes. Very, yeah. And then yesterday I was talking to my dad about how I think I got the scholarship only because of my Nike pants. <laughs> Like, I don't have any talent, guys. It's just my pants. <laughs> the pants do the dancing for you. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Yeah, so I just don't think it's right that I'm not getting corrections. Because I think I need corrections. Like, you need corrections in your life. And when you don't get corrections, that means you're not going to go anywhere. Yeah, because you're imp you're, it's like you're max your potential has reached the max, right? And yeah. then you can't get any better, which is not true. You can obviously get better through practice and stuff. But if no one corrects you and tells you what to improve on and how to improve, I don't think, um, yeah, I don't think you can improve if no one tells you how to. Uh, but how are you planning on, what are you going to do? Because... Um, so I'm still in this team and studio that I am in right now, but I'm just taking a lot of outside classes. I I'm not supposed to, but I'm just taking a lot of other classes outside because I love dance and I don't want to just stop Yeah. at mm -hmm. one spot. So then I'm just taking a lot of classes behind the scenes so I can improve on myself and fix myself and learn more. Mm -hmm. And dance helps like my anxiety a lot so then i feel more confident with myself and my body so i need to go to la this like one time again during this year i'm gonna go to la for sure because in la dance is very professional and that's where i learn the most i also lose a lot of weight there which makes no sense but i just lose a lot of weight there so then i need to go back there just to like learn more about myself and what i can do yeah. do you have anything kate like that no, I don't have anything like that because well, I don't have many connections. 
And since I'm the older sibling, I because I don't have anything that makes me very outgoing, I feel like I'm just in a small bubble and I can't really just like pop, just leave. You should come with me to a class. First of all, one, I have never danced in my life. First of all, that's number one. We should have done the junior class dance. You know how for they have a class dance for yeah, the rally? But like, I feel Still, bad. Because <laughs> none of the kids who audition for dance teams at our school can dance. Like half of them can't dance or take it in that. I'm included in that half of this. Yeah, I'm so, so you should just come and like be like, whatever, like just mess around. And then that's what I did though. <laughs> yeah, Neha. Okay, Neha. Neha, mess, Neha uh, was taught a dance, and she didn't even practice it after school. And one of the officers for the dance club or the dance... Yeah, the, the, choreographer. Dance, the choreographer of the dance went up to Neha and said, You're really good. You should try out for this other one, too. And, you, like, why are you not included in more of the dance teams? And I'm like, okay, um, go Neha! Like, hello? Like, this is so... It's so obvious that you're better than everyone else, Neha. No, it's so. just so sad that I didn't even practice. And I kept talking to Kay about how I'm going to BS the whole thing. And then they come off come up to me after in front of everyone and talks about how good I am. Like, that's so sad. Like, other people must have been so heartbroken. Like, they probably actually tried. And then you're just like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And this isn't my first time. I did the same thing freshman year, like, talking about how I'm going to BS and still got in. So, kind of sad. Actually, no, freshman year, I really did BS it. Like, I didn't know the choreo. I just did the wave, and then they let me in. You did the wave, and they let you in. Yeah, I cannot do the wave. Yeah, no, we both just did the wave. Obviously, Neha's better. <laughs> um, Mine's more like um sticks uh, in a weird line. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Uh, I finally finished It Ends With Us. We didn't talk about it on we the talked- podcast yet. Oh, we talked about you in the middle. I yeah, I was in the middle, but I finished it within, like, the day like the two days after the podcast i finished the book i think mm-hmm. and whoa the ending is crazy i did not expect it i'm not gonna say it so you guys should read it but the ending is just like a flip out of a fish out of water like it's crazy like you would expect it to go another way but then it goes to this way and like the correlations between the book and like the parents and the characters it's amazing it's crazy and please read the book yes this yes. makes me so happy that Kate read my book. <laughs> yeah, so other than that, Neha, you can do the conclusion today. Um, so in this episode, we talked about toxic people, masculinity, toxic lifestyle, and toxic teachers. And we gave a brief weekly log of how our week looked of how our week looked like. Neha's really tired. Neha, after this, you better be getting sleep, okay? Then, Wait, we're keeping that yeah, in? Yeah, we're keeping this in. And then we talked about men and our opinion on toxic masculinity, as we said, as well as if men are able to get postpartum depression. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Neha. <laughs> okay, I feel it hitting me now. Yeah, you feel the tiredness? Yeah. Yeah. We will be diving back next week into another topic. This is commotion communication. And we'll see you next week.